to the Radio Vault Mystery Theater. I am the Keeper of the Vault. Sometimes, when we share common things with those we work with, it can draw us closer to them. We should always take a closer look at who our friends are. Our luck may run out. The story tonight, The Luck of the Irish. Connor O'Sullivan and Michael Grady had worked on the Southie docks for years. Recently, a young man had joined the company where the two friends worked. He was an immigrant from Ireland. The three of them became friends. The young man had asked them to help him move. Connor discusses it with his wife Molly at breakfast. Marl, I was wondering if we're going to the parade on Sunday. I was kind of waiting for you to make the call on that. I would kind of like to go if you're up to it. They've been working us like dogs on the docks lately. Twelve-hour days are starting to take their toll. Aye, yes. But you always have a smile when you get the paycheck. Aye, that's true, but six days of twelve hours is hard on me old body. You act like you have one foot on a banana peel and the other on the grave. I'd say you got a lot of kick left in you. I do at that, I do at that, but I ain't no spring chicken anymore, neither. I think we should go. You always get it, such a big kick out of the guy who does the leprechaun. <laughs> it would be fun. It would only be for a couple of hours, and then we can relax the rest of the day. Oh, before I forget, Grady and I are going to help the new fella move his stuff out of storage into his new place tonight, so I'll be a bit later than usual. Doesn't he have family that can help him? No, he's practically straight off the boat from Carlingford, a few miles north of Dublin, hasn't got any family here. His name is Aidan Dara. How did he get a place so fast? Oh, luck of the Irish, I guess. Aren't you funny? The next thing you know, you'll be telling me he's a leprechaun. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> Work in the docks, no less. Maybe he'll grant me three wishes for helping him. <laughs> <laughs> I packed your lunch for you there, funny man. Better get to work. You'll be late. Oh, calm down there now, pretty lady. There's plenty of time to get to work. Be off with you then. End of Act One. And now, Act Two. Connor arrives at work and sees his friend Michael Grady and his wife Kara sitting in the car talking. He approaches the car. Morning to you, lady. Fine day, isn't it? It is a thought. How are you and the missus? We are fine, kind of you to ask. What kind of shenanigans are you men playing tonight? A clever story about helping a young man move? 
Can you believe that? I told her we were planning to chase wild women tonight. She made up some story about helping a young man move. <laughs> Speaking of making up stories, here comes the mist we were all talking about. Mr. Dara, we were just talking about you. Aiden, I'd like you to meet my wife, Kara. Pleased to make your acquaintance, miss. Oh, the pleasure is mine, young man. I hear you're new here. Where do you hail from? I hail from Carlingford, north of Dublin. How are you liking it here? Works about the same. Only more people. I do miss Schlieffoy. Tall buildings are not the same as mountains. Lady, are you trying to make us all wait? We gotta go! Come on, quit your smooching. We got to go. Ah, don't get your Irish up. I'm coming. Thank you guys for helping me tonight. I really appreciate it. That's okay. I'm sure you will return the favor when the time comes. Do you have any good Irish whiskey? Yes, I have some special spirits. I've been saving for the right time. A man after my own heart. So how does a young man, just off the boat from Carlingford, have enough things to move that he needs help? Don't have much, just a couple of heavy things to move. Better be good whiskey after a full day on the dock. Ah, the spirits I have won't disappoint. The three men continue talking as they report to work. End of Act Two. And now, a word from our sponsor. Top scientists agree that with the present rate of consumption, the Earth's supply of gravity will be exhausted before the 24th century. As man struggles to discover cheaper alternatives, we need your help. Please, conserve gravity. Follow these simple suggestions. 1. Walk with a light step. Carry helium balloons if possible. 2. Use tape, magnets, or glue instead of paperweights. 3. Give up skiing and skydiving for more horizontal sports like curling. 4. Avoid showers. Take baths instead. 5. Don't hang all your clothes in the closet. Keep them in one big pile. And 6. Stop flipping pancakes. And now, Act 3. After the three men finished work for the day, they all got into Connor's truck and headed for Aiden's storage. Well, let's get to this. Gotta work another 12-hour shift tomorrow. Yeah, I can wear a man out, but think of all that gold. They pay us in gold? No, it's just an expression, my friend. <laughs> you sound like a damn leprechaun, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> what? Only three crates! Wow! We'll be done in no time. The one there on the cart is the one I needed your help with. Gentlemen, shall we have a drink? Aiden seemed to pull a bottle of whiskey out of thin air. Michael and Connor looked at each other and shrugged. They took the cups off their thermoses 
and the three men sat down for a drink. And another. And another. Where'd you have this stashed? I am pretty good at stashing if I need to be. This is some really good stuff. Where'd you get it? Thank you. It's my own brew. Hey, let's get this loaded before it gets too late. The men decided to start with the heaviest crate first, but it proved too much for them. They lost control of the dolly on the ramp, and the crate came crashing down, breaking open across Michael and Connor. They stared with their mouths wide open. It's a pity you had to touch me gold. That'd be the last time you could touch any gold. Where's Eden, you little stump of a man? What's that in your hand? Oh, oh this thing? Well, it's Mbaki Shalini, and I am the leprechaun. You shouldn't have touched any gold. Now to just get these crates in the back of the truck, gonna go to my regular size to get these hefty fellas in the crates. And now to get your big fellas in the crates. You fellas should have laid off the Marfie's mar. Phew. That takes care of you, Mr. Connor. And that'd be enough for you, Mr. Michael. Just to get to my booty now. Perfect. The fog is rolling in up to the harbor. After reaching the harbor, Aiden pushes the crate with Connor and Michael in them watching them sink. The fog on the harbor becomes intensely thick as Aiden stands in the bed of Connor's truck. He raises his arms and lets the fog engulf him, never more again to be seen. It would seem the luck of the Irish isn't always good luck, wouldn't you say? The Luck of the Irish is a production by Troop of Lost Souls Entertainment and Film Syndicate, written by Charlie Mitchell, produced by Anthony Stapiello, and directed by Rick L. Baker. Post-production and sound effects by Brian Collins. Commercials by Joe J. Thomas. Video post by Stephen Shin. The cast was played by J. Anthony McCarthy as Connor O'Sullivan. Catherine Natali as Molly O'Sullivan. Ron Perty as Michael Grady. Stephanie Warren as Kara Grady. Roman Rin as Aiden Dara. And we are Trevor Bates, your psychotic storyteller and keeper of the vault. Leave us a comment, like, subscribe, and share. Happy St. Patrick's Day to all. Tune in next week, if you dare.